That time in the show in the week that we bring in our friend Tom Korski, managing editor at Black Locks Reporter, because he digs up all the lies and puts truth to the matter. Good to have you, sir. Thank you, Alex. What do you know? Cabinet in confidential polling that you guys were able to dig up uh, that was done by the Privy Council was told that many Canadians, a lot of Canadians, uh, supported the Freedom Convoy with a majority opposed to the, the use of the emergency powers to end the protest. So most people asked in this poll felt that the action uh, was significant overreach and very few, if any, were okay with the bank accounts being closed. So they knew. They knew that this was not a winner for them, yet they did it. In real time, Alex, before, during, and after the invocation of the Emergencies Act, they did this in February. They held on to the report. We just see it uh, released now. They knew in real time that this was disastrous. And you know what upset people? They they found this is focus group research, very expensive research, mm-hmm. uh, part, part of a $2.4 million contract. They take this very seriously. They found this was right across the country. A large number of Canadians looked at the Freedom Convoy. They did not see a Nazi insurrection. They saw down-home country people who appeared to have a legitimate grievance against their government. And the overwhelming majority went to pieces when they saw the reaction of cabinet, in particular, the freezing of the bank accounts. You know, the first inkling we got of that was, of all people, the credit unions. They went to committee and they said, we had millions withdrawn from depositors who had nothing to do with the Freedom Convoy, but heard on the radio, you said, wait a minute, I'm living in Romania, the cabinet can freeze my account because of my political attitude. Uh, This is so far-reaching. The inquiry starts on the 19th. It's going to be a box of fireworks, Alex. Never mind. I got my popcorn downstairs already to go. Like, it, it, like I think, you know, the, the further we move away, and certainly the Trudeau government would like us to move away from it, I think people forget what was at play here because they get so wrapped up in their emotion about uh, whether they hate or, or, or support uh, the truckers. The bottom line is this government used draconian powers, fully knowing that that people were against this, and, and, the, and they did go ahead with it. So I'm not even sure what they thought that, like, was it that they were just so ideologic that they weren't going to back off from this, that that got by golly, we're going to do it. We don't care if this is okay for us or not. Well, I think, I think they're going to care now because they can see in their Maybe. own data that there was an interesting <clears throat> take. And this is just ordinary people. They told the federal focus group researchers, I, I have a suspicion I'm not getting the straight goods from the media. Wow. That's a wow. I think I'm only getting one side of the story. And what the undercurrent in the entire research report is, when public safety minister Marco Mendicino, when Bill Blair, when the prime minister say this was a Nazi insurrection to topple the 44th parliament, people said, you know what, no matter how thin you slice it, that's a bunch of baloney. They didn't believe it. Right, because it wasn't true. It's not to be believed. Which brings us to our next issue, which is about, you know, the Prime Minister commenting on just how bitter and toxic uh, politics is. It's almost laughable when you kind of jump off the last issue. I mean, he was talking about 
Um, you know, his comments follow these committee testimony comments back in the days of the SNC scandal. Remember when we had the clerker of the Privy Council telling the world that somebody's going to get shot in this country. But then, you know, Trudeau goes out yesterday and he's telling crowds, you know, uh, that citizens here, unfortunately, some of them feel that they can make threats. He's talking about divisions in a country that he created the divisions in. Like, he is at the root of this. No one has yet to ask this man, what responsibility do you take? I would actually just, I'll give a dollar to the reporter that asks Mr. Trudeau, what what responsibility is parked at your feet? And his mem- and members of his own caucus have pointed that out. A member of the uh, used to, not anymore used to be chair of the Quebec Liberal Caucus. MP uh, Joe Lightbaum said that publicly. Said we were going along fine until we hit that campaign last year. This is a matter of record. This is not a partisan comment. It's from a member of the man's own caucus who said we were doing fine, and then we hit the uh, campaign rhetoric against people who declined to show proof of vaccination. They were called racist, misogynist, a lunatic fringe, tinfoil hats. I'm quoting the prime minister. From from the uh, Commons debate, he -hmm. described them as unfit parents. And uh, should we tolerate these people? Well, of course, the cat's out of the bag now. (laughs) And wait for the return of Parliament. Uh, It it is going to be a a hot time in the old town when Parliament gets back on the 19th of September. Well, yeah, that's assuming that they don't do one of these stupid, um, you know, like work from home parliaments. I mean, that's the reason we don't get any accountabilities because like, we just have such a dysfunctional parliament. But we, when you speak to the divisions of this country um, and all the politicization of this pandemic, gee, I wonder why people are so angry. Then you go to the other documents you guys find, these access to information memos about the Department of Transport where lawyers were coaching airlines on how to reject Canadians who request vaccine waivers on religious grounds. I mean, they didn't care who rightfully could get an exemption. They were going to make it happen or alienate anybody, no matter what. This is sad and cynical. I, 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 I hate to say it. It's, I, I think I find it almost un-Canadian conduct by a, de- a federal department. This is the Department of Transport, as you mentioned. You know, there, it's, it's the law. The Supreme Court says so landmark 2004 ruling that we do have freedom of religion in this country. And the Supreme Court said that's to be interpreted in a very generous way because it's not up to the government, I'm quoting the Supreme Court, to be an arbiter of, of whether your religious views are valid. Well, the Department of Transport decided it was smarter than that, and they gave specific instructions we see through access to information to airlines on how to give people who claimed a religious exemption a real hard time. You know, Alex, there are people... Christian scientists, Jehovah's Witnesses, whatever, who have strong spiritual opinions about vaccination, let alone breach of privacy that their medical status is none of your business. Let them get on the plane. It's half empty anyway. If they're wearing a welder's mask and sitting away in the back, what's the problem? No, no. The transport department said, we're going to bust that down. We're going to make this very, very difficult for them. And you know the irony? To this day, Mm. the public health agency has never endorsed vaccine mandates. Not once in two and a half years. Can't imagine why people are so pissed off. Meanwhile, we can't we can't not touch upon this because uh, it's nice to see finally all these liberal MPs trotting out all of a sudden condemning you know Laith Maruf for all his despicable hate for Jews and French people and all the rest of it. It's like it just happened, even though they've known for weeks. And even Pablo Rodriguez came out of hiding to condemn what should have never happened. Uh, I mean, this is crazy. Um, it's it, they think that people don't see through this, but you know we do. 
How did he get on that circuit? You know, it's funny. The uh, Center for Jewish uh, and uh, Israel and Jewish Affairs has said, we, we knew about this character for 20 years. And they did. It, it, it was not a secret. This this man did not, you know, say this uh, anonymously in darkened rooms. He told the world what an idiot he was, and yet he somehow got on the circuit. I I would anticipate, uh, Alex, there will be parliamentary hearings on this because there's a larger question. It's not about the soundness or or lack of intelligence of this man. It's how did he manage to get the key to the treasury? But he did, and he got a lot of money. He did, $600,000. And I'd like to know, who else is getting that uh, to undermine, um, you know, racism and anti-Semitism and are getting paid by these governments at every level? I would love to know, because I'm pretty sure I'll put money on it, Tom. He's not the only one. Nonetheless, I'm so glad the liberal MPs have all found it within themselves to say, this is not acceptable. Not now, anyway. It's not acceptable now. It's going to get hot, Alex. It's going to get hot. Well, I'm sure you'll be there, so we'll keep following it. Mr. Tom Korski, thank you so much. Always a pleasure for us. Thanks. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski, managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. It is subscription-based, but boy, oh boy, you get your money's worth. And, of course, those hearings into the emergency power is September 19th. We will absolutely have that covered. And, uh, yeah, lots of nuggets of information.